0: This is the Top Agents Playbook Podcast, episode 54. Welcome to the Top Agents Playbook Podcast. The very best tips, tools, and ideas from real estate's top performers. Now, here's your host, Ray Wood. everybody and welcome back to the show. Christine and I and Roxy are out in the middle of the lake. It's a beautiful sunny Sunday afternoon and it's about probably 25 degrees so we're heading out for a swim. Uh, but before we jump in I wanted to tell you about this interview right now with Amber Wershon and If you're not familiar with Amber's story, uh, you're about to hear more. It's a fascinating story, and it's a story of great success from Amber's beginning as a receptionist at 18 years of age, and fast forward to now where she heads up a company based out of Mooloolaba on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Amber Worsham property, uh, that employs over 40 people. So uh, this is quite the enterprise. But listen for some of the success tips that Amber shares. There's some terrific information on this interview. I think you're really going to like it. And one of the reasons that I did it is because Glenn and Naomi reached out to me and said, look, you must interview Amber because she's going to be speaking at the phenomenal women of, women's event on, uh, in Brisbane on the 29th of July. So that's coming up in just a couple of weeks, so make sure you get in and book a ticket for that. Now, to make it even more attractive, I've got a super sweet discount deal that you can get. All you need to do is to go to the show notes, go to topagentsplaybook.com forward slash 54, the show notes for this episode. You'll be able to get a link to book your ticket, and I'll also give you a very special promo code in the show notes. So before we get into my interview with Amber, I also want to tell you that you can get Locked On, real estate's best software. You can get a discount for life. I've included a link as well in the show notes, but if you want to just grab it, all you need to do is go to lockedon.com forward slash TAP for Top Agents Playbook. It's lockedon.com forward slash TAP. So um, you can uh, get a super sweet deal, but you can also trial it free for 30 days. So you don't need to spend any money, If you're not happy with your current software and you want to check out what else is out there, I'm encouraging you to to take me up on this free offer and check it out because it is awesome software. All right. Well, I think uh, without further ado, let's jump in. Let's see if the microphone uh, can survive the, the water. No, I didn't jump in. Christine did. What's it like? Oh, gorgeous. Well, Amber Wershon, welcome to the Top Agents Playbook podcast. How are you doing?
1: Good, thank you.
0: Um, can you give me a little bit of background to get started? Uh, I know that you've been you know, very well established in, in your market in Mooloolaba for quite some time. How did you actually get into real estate in the first place?
1: So I started in the industry at the tender age of 17 in reception with a view to moving into sales. Uh, and I did that when I turned 18. And now, um, 16 years later, I'm um, running my own business.
0: Okay. And how many have you got on the team?
1: Um, 40-something
0: now. Nice. Okay. Amber, what was what were the biggest challenges when, when you got started? If you can think back to those early days and, like, you're getting out of reception and getting into sales, what were some of the things that uh, you struggled with?
1: The biggest challenge with... Being an administrator and then going into sales was with other agents in the office, they probably didn't see me in the same light. So they were used to having me do work for them, which was all fine. But then when I went into that other role, I guess I saw them treat me really differently and and that wasn't necessarily a positive thing.
0: Okay. They were a bit jealous of your success?
1: I think initially, um, yeah, they tried to talk me out of it and then... Yeah, I got, yeah, sort of shafted on deals, and yeah, there was sort of like, I felt on my own, unfortunately.
0: Okay, okay, you weren't getting the support? A, a culture that
1: you... a culture that, um, that I make sure doesn't happen in my business today. Well,
0: that was my next question, because you've now got this, this very large business, uh, and do you have a program that makes sure your people get supported, I guess, when they, when they kick off?
1: Yes, there's a full training program when someone new starts, but the culture thing um, is, I think, something that, you know, is just instilled by employing good people and having good values and having that, you know, just kind of be in the culture, really.
0: Yeah, yeah. And just
1: not tolerating people, not treating each other well and... um, yeah, I think, you know, taking action when you need to, someone's not doing the right thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. One of the reasons I wanted to speak to you today is because you're going to be speaking at the Phenomenal Women event coming up, all about women in real estate. Uh, there's a there's an all-star cast there of ladies that's coming up. It's at the International Convention Centre, uh, or the Brisbane Royal International Convention Centre in Queensland, I should say, Friday, 29th of July. So, um... What do you think specifically you'll be getting into at the event? Do you have any uh, any specific things that you want to be sharing with the
1: audience? I'm doing a panel session, so um, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it, it'll be whatever um, the audience wants, or, or whatever you know the presenter asks me. I guess. Yes. Yeah. Um, I you know if if I was trying to um, put a message across, I guess it would be that. You know, as a female in the industry, you can achieve whatever you want despite age, you know, anything. Um, And I think I'm living proof that you can um, have a family. So I've had two kids in the last five years, um, and still have, you know, family life and balanced motherhood with with real estate because of the flexibility.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you'll get plenty of questions from. from a very, uh, I think it's almost sold out. So if you want to get tickets, I'm going to put a link in the show notes here where you can check it out. So, just speaking about that, being a mum and trying to manage your business and life and children and, and everything like that, can you share any kind of time management or productivity secrets?
1: I've always been a massive fan, is one way to put it, obsession is another way to put it, um, about having an ideal week and a routine, so um, I've lived by that all the time, um, for some people it seems really boring, but I do um, still you know, work from a routine, even today, it's just changed, obviously, okay. to fit some children in there.
0: Yeah, okay, can you share a little bit of detail of that with us?
1: Uh, well, when I when I was an agent, it was obviously um, very different. That that picture looked like um, during dollar productive activities, I was just either on the phone or face to face with people. Um, and before and after that was you know admin time, planning time, reviewing time, etc. Um, nowadays, um, I sort of work from home in the mornings and and from the office or out and about in the afternoons. Um, And, you know, I sort of just have that structure all the time and, yeah, it works for me and I know my capacity now without burnout.
0: Yeah, okay, fair enough. Well, thank you. What are some of the um, marketing ideas or or I guess that's – I sort of get into this on two levels. Firstly is how are you keeping in touch with former clients and what are you doing for that and how are you reaching out and connecting with – New clients, and I know that you're managing the team, but but as a team.
1: Well, I think the communication with former client clients should be personalised. So I think that the agent who has the relationship with them should be the ones communicating with them. But as as a company, we do do things like quarterly market reports. Um, I do it via video, so it's a little bit more you know user friendly and easy than reading statistics. Um, you know, and, and we're just, I guess, marketing and doing your new newsletters and trying to provide information of value and interest to someone that's specific to them all the time.
0: Okay. If if there was only one marketing thing that you could do, if you were an agent working in your area and you wanted to get listings so you can get sales and there was only one thing you could do, what would you do?
1: Um, good question, because I've always been the person who does everything. Right, <laughs> rather okay. Than, just one thing. Or right, okay, give me
0: give me three or four things. Um, whatever whatever works for you.
1: Well, I think that prospecting is more important than marketing is probably the first thing. Okay. Um and relationships. But um but I suppose from a marketing perspective it would be promoting your successes.
0: Okay. Okay. Um and if So, that, so
1: that that can be in many ways via just sold, via ads in the paper, um, via social media um you know lots of lots of ways but there's no point um having great success without promoting it okay so
0: you think the credibility of a result probably speaks louder than than offering a, a free appraisal or something like that
1: definitely yeah
0: i totally agree um
1: but marketing doesn't replace prospecting you still need to yeah communicate with your clientele and build relationships
0: First yeah, foremost. well, is there anything more important than prospecting? I, I don't think that there probably is as far as uh, getting results goes in, in, in our industry.
1: But if you ask real estate agents, it would be the thing that they try not to do. <laughs>
0: so, so what's that about? How do, uh, how do you overcome that? How do you um, take some accountability and responsibility and ownership of uh, of that? Because I'd, I'd love your I, advice I do on that. Think,
1: I mean, I do think that you reach a certain point when prospecting changes. So the, the idea of prospecting to most people is calling, door knocking, etc. Um, but, but it changes over time. So as you evolve throughout your career and your profile grows because of VPA and, um, and amazing testimonials and referrals and repeat business, etc., all of a sudden you've done enough business and you've met enough people and you're building enough relationships and you've got enough pipeline sellers that that becomes your prospecting you don't need to do cold prospecting anymore Um, you know you're prospecting around your sales and your listings anyway so um, prospecting certainly changes I think and gets more fun as you get along
0: and you get the confidence after you start getting the results
1: yes but when people start they really just have to do that mainly and nothing else and i think that's where most people struggle until they reach that point where they have enough listings and they're really um leveraging those enough through their ofis and just lists, just holds, et etc
0: yeah okay and is is that how you started when you were getting out of the reception role into into sales you had a focus on prospecting
1: Absolutely, everyone yeah. does. Yeah. I had a sign on my wall saying, "Don't be a secret agent. Get out there." And there's, and I didn't spend a lot in marketing because no one knew me and I had nothing to really say or promote at that time. Yep. So um, I basically just hit the phone hard. I wasn't a massive fan of door knocking, um, but I did it. I did everything. I did card drops. I did literally everything. Yeah. I believe if you do everything, then you know you've given everything a go. Yep. Um, and it's a numbers game, so I, I did that, and then soon the results of that was, you know, sort of coming forward, and then promoting those successes, it, it really didn't take long to build a profile.
0: Yeah, yeah. What it about, sounds
1: simple, doesn't it, but
0: well, it is I think it's, hard working. I just finished, actually, Amber, I just finished listening to this really cool um, audio book, and you can buy the book too. It's called Extreme Ownership, and it's by... A couple of former Navy SEALs who apply their time in Iraq and the lessons they learned. I think they both got purple hearts or whatever, so they obviously saw some action. But they've applied all of this to the corporate world. And it's kind of really interesting because I think it's got some great parallels with, with our industry and getting results in real estate. But they talk about two specific things, is to prioritise and then execute so there seems to be this inertia within our industries that firstly people aren't aren't really sure what their priority should be and then because of that uncertainty, they're failing to execute. Um, so I, I guess on the heels of that, what advice would you give a rookie starting out, say an Amber who was 20 years old starting out or 22 starting out, don't have a lot of clients, you're just starting to get going in the business what would you? What are some of the tips that you would give somebody who's who's out there in that role?
1: I think it's not just young people who need this advice. It's anyone new starting in real estate. Agree. Um, is is just to um, you know basically spend their time prospecting initially and building a pipeline. Um, I mean, we have new people coming in the business all the time, and usually you know, that message gets across really strongly and then for some reason, you know, they start and then they sort of lose hope and and I see it happen all the time. And then they call and they say, look, it's not working. What can I do? And then I say, give me your numbers for a week. And usually when they have to record the numbers and then be real about it and meet targets, I find then that the results happen and they don't need to come back and see me again because they see it working.
0: Yeah, there's some there's some accountability to get the it's results.
1: Like, yes, exactly. It's sort of, it almost clicks in a way to say, I think they think they're doing the numbers and they're not until they actually measure it.
0: Yeah, well, maybe it relates back to what we we're just talking about. They actually do take ownership for that and they realise that the only yeah, way they're right. going to exactly.
1: get the results is... Yeah, right, exactly, totally, 100%. I believe that 100%, yeah. yeah. Ownership and action because too many new agents because there is so much, you know, information and there's so many options, it is overwhelming. So from marketing, prospecting, when you think about all the options of things you can do, they don't know where to start. Um, I think the trap with that is that they overanalyze and that they might give something a go for a short time and say that didn't work and then consider that a failure and move on rather than be persistent and consistent, which is the key.
0: Yeah, okay. Okay, good advice. Tell me, let's, let's switch it up a little bit. You've got, um, you're, the, you're the owner of a, or the CEO of a large business. You're doing t- terrific volume. Um, what advice would you be giving to business owners that want to grow their real estate agency? What, what are some specific things they should be focusing on, growing their teams and growing their brand?
1: I think it's all about giving value um, to recruit people uh, and, and I guess that comes in many forms. Uh, remuneration, fair remuneration is one yep. form, but, but giving value, um, no one will join you if you're the highest paid commission yeah. if there's no value for, for the balance anyway. So I think it's about, yeah, proving that value. So for me, I believe it's my responsibility as a business owner to provide my agents with value in terms of um ideas leads um promotion of the company and the company's name um you know training etc so i am constantly reviewing the value that i give to them and and as a result you know our retention has been phenomenal
0: yeah yeah well you've got an amazingly successful agency um i want to move towards winding up just a final question if i can can you run me through a typical day. I mean, I know you mentioned that you you normally spend some time at home, but uh, in the afternoon, or, or let's say when when you were selling, uh, as as far as productivity and getting results goes, can you give us some some sort of idea of a typical day?
1: Yeah. So really, it is. Um, I, I would always plan my day the night before. So plan, um, say today, yes, last night. Yep. So I'd know exactly what I was doing. So when I got up in the morning, I would you know, probably go to the gym or something to start the day well um, and then hit the ground running literally with a list in order of priority. And my lists are long, long, like really long. Um, even today, they're really long. And without a priority list, I never get to the bottom, but at least if I'm doing the priorities, the rest, you know, is okay to get to, you know, whenever I can. Or if I don't, it's not the end of the world. It doesn't cause stress.
0: So you assess your priority the night before?
1: Yep, and then basically run during the day. But I believe that, like I've said before, that as an agent, you want to be doing dollar-productive activities in business hours. Yeah, totally. Or I used to do 8 to 8. That was my business hours. But, but, you know, I was a crazy workaholic, Um, (laughs) self-confessed. So I would have appointments between 8 and 8, And then I would um, make calls in between and I'd have an esky in the back, like that I was a maniac.
0: And were you more productive in the morning or the afternoon, as far as as the hardcore prospecting goes? I am
1: productive all day.
0: Okay, okay.
1: But that's because I believe in, you know, eating well and um, keeping active and other things to stay, um, yeah, to stay really, I guess, sharp.
0: Okay. Okay, well, you're a a driven personality and um, when you get along to the Phenomenal Women event uh, on Friday, 29th of July, 2016, you're going to be able to um, ask Amber some questions and you're going going to be able to connect with... Uh, a great range of, of ladies in in real estate as well. So, Amber, I want to say thank you. Thank you so much for your time. I know you're super busy. Thank you for um, having me. I'm, I'm hoping I was on your list today to to get to get, uh, to get something done. No, thank birdies. you, yeah. thank you, awesome. <laughs> well, thank you so much, everybody's. Uh, that I've I've had uh, quite a few emails about people wanting to know more about the event. So uh, I'm sure you'll deliver awesome value. Thank you once again, and have a wonderful day. Thank
1: you. Cheers. Thanks, okay. Bro. Bye now. Bye bye.
0: The Top Agents Playbook Podcast is proudly sponsored by Locked On, real estate's best software. For show notes from this episode, free downloads, your Locked On Discount for Life link, and Ray's blog, head over to topagentsplaybook.com.